Hey there, everyone. Just a reminder, we've got a live show coming up this December in Chicago. We'd love to see you there. If you want more information, please go to coxandcrendor.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Hawthorne. Hawthorne's here to make you smell great. Also, today we're brought to you by Calm. Calm is here to chill you the hell out, baby. Get you all relaxed. Let's jump into this podcast! Hello, everybody! It's time for Cox and Crendor! in the morning. In the morning! Live, 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 How's your uh, how's your week? Is it calm and crazy? No, well, it, yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> uh, during some hours, very calm. I was working on uh, you know playing video game. I did my first let's play in years, not oh. years. That's a lie. Months, but it felt <laughs> like years. And uh, only because I love Daniel Mullen's games and I think they're amazing. But I did read on the forums for the new game inscription of his that people are pissed, which I thought was very funny because. Daniel Mullins makes games that are like games within games within games, right? Right. And uh, no spoilers for a Daniel Mullins game. The game that you buy is like the surface level, and then there's other stuff in it. And so, I guess because the surface level game is so good, when, when you know, like YouTubers, whatever, they mm. would play the first hour and be like, this is an amazing game. I highly recommend you buy it. And they never experienced what the game really was. Right. And so... All these people bought the game thinking it was just a roguelike card game. And it's way, it's literally way more than that. It's like a meta adventure. And people are just furious that it's not the thing that, you know, 50 million person YouTuber said. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was reading that and I was like, y'all are just dumb. So I, uh, I've been playing through it at my own pace and enjoying. And I just got to the part where, you know. The, fl- the the script flips and suddenly you're doing something totally different. And I was like, yes, this is what I'm here for. I'm being vague because I don't want to spoil it, but right. it's very neat. I, uh, on the other hand, I played Super Auto Pets. <laughs> <laughs> that was a trip. What is that? It's, so it's like the auto chess, but with random animals. And it's, you know, it's very simplistic. You start playing, you're like, ah, oh, whatever. And then by the, by the time you're... Like 30 minutes into it, you're hooked. I want to play this so badly. You got to do it. I love auto chess. Super auto pets, I'm in. Yeah, super auto pets. It's free. It's great. Uh, 100% recommend. It took me forever to finally win, but I finally got one after like 10 hours. That sounds like a blast. I uh, I played that normal, like the little Dota auto chess they had for a while. And uh, I figured out what the meta was and just started winning like crazy and eventually stopped because I was an unstoppable killing machine. I was a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, that's the thing is once the meta's hit, then you're like, ah. But I mean, once you get started, it's a it's a fun adventure because you're like, ooh. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm excited for that. I want to play that. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Try it out. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, oh, also this week I was at the grocery store. You know how the grocery store always has like that one aisle that is 
both tampons and dog food. It's like the weirdest aisle, and it's like <laughs> birthday cards and uh, yeah. car parts. It's just like it's that one <laughs> yeah, weird, aisle. weird aisle. And uh, I was going down, it and I saw they had dog bowls, and one of the dog bowls was called a slow feeder bowl. And I don't know if you ever seen this, but it looks like a dog bowl, but in the middle are spikes. And I guess you pour the food in, and it prevents your dog from eating all the all the food. But it's also your dog is like navigating spikes. And I was like, how is that safe for your animal? It is straight up just like I think there's supposed to be rubber spikes, but yeah, there's like I think I've seen that like a rubber. dozen of these damn things poking out, and it's your dog's supposed to eat around it. I would that would end up up a dog's nose. That would like your dog would choke on that. Nah, I saw that and was like that sounds cruel, and I kept looking at. It. I would like stop. And look at it and be like, that can't be real. And then I turned around and be like, helps your dog eat slower. Good for weight loss. And I was like, you know what? If people put spikes in my food, I would certainly eat slower. You're right. <laughs> That's true. So you're like, all right, well, I got to get my green bean that's stuck in here. So we just navigate. I'll try to get in there. Yeah. I would. If you stuck a. speak. Oh, my God. Speaking of food. So this. I don't know what day it was. Some, some day this week. We went to a place, uh, you'll love this name, it's called the Dankness Dojo. <laughs> it is a, it's a bar in downtown LA called the Dankness Dojo, and it is, you know, just like a, a brewery that makes way too many beers, you know, you know how it be. <laughs> yeah. And then their, their food menu is like eight things. But I learned going there that all their food is vegetarian. I had no clue. But everything on the menu is bar food. So it's like burgers and nachos and mm. carne asada fries. And I was like, how is this vegetarian? What do you mean? So I saw they had a wrap. I was like, great. Like, I don't know that I trust a, a vegetarian burger or like vegetarian nachos. Like, you know what? What if I just get, because, you know, I don't know what the meat's going to taste like. Sometimes you can get a veggie thing that's delicious. And sometimes it's like it's made with beans and you're like, cool. Lovely. <laughs> right. And so I was like, I'll just get the wrap. The wrap seems fine. And uh, can I get like the spicy version? They're like, yeah, we got you. I thought it was going to be, you know, like a burrito looking wrap kind of thing. Mm. It straight up was a Taco Bell Crunch Wrap Supreme, <laughs> except vegan or vegetarian or whatever it is. And it was delicious. I Dang. was the happiest bug in a rug. Just like, num, 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 num. Oh, my <laughs> God. I was having a great. Everyone else got like burgers and like uh, cheese fries and stuff, and I was just sitting there with my Crunch Wrap Supreme, just like oh, and it was so spicy and good. Loved it. And the beers they have there, uh, Alex, because he's a crazy person, was like, "Yeah, can I get the smoothie beer?" And we were like, "What the hell is a smoothie beer?" He's like, "I don't know." <laughs> it came out looking like a smoothie, and we we're like, "What?" It's like it's a seltzer. It's like a one of those. Those seltzers that you can buy, except there's a instead of the fruit being like added as a preservative, they just added fruit smoothie into it. He's like, I think what I was like, that, that can't be good. But then I walked back up there and saw they had a pineapple one. I was like, all right, I'll try it. One of the best things I've ever had in my life. I'm gonna <laughs> let you know right now. It's so good. I was like, oh, it, uh, it was great. I'm just gonna let you know the Dankness Dojo downtown LA. If you're in the city, go there. It's crazy. The Dankness Dojo. Yeah, you can look it up. It's the Dankness Dojo. Is the name of it. I was like, this place is great. See, everybody's giving it five stars, five stars. Uh-oh, Andrew W., two stars. What was his complaint? 
drinking at the Stankness Dojo these God, days. God, amazing. <laughs> has all the joy de vivre. What the sh- I already hate this person. <laughs> 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 this is somebody that's just already like two into their head. Like, oh yeah, like oh. this guy. There's no way he's gonna like the Dankness. The Dankness Dojo on the walls. There is one piece of artwork that is a Lego block built version of the screen from Duck Hunt, <laughs> where it's like all the Duck Hunt birds and the dogs laughing at you. On another, mm. there's a giant piece of art and it looks like tentacles are coming out of the wall. And then another piece of art is like downtown LA, but it's done in like you know funky weird. It's very, it is purposefully tacky as hell. <laughs> it's very dank, as the kids say. Oh my god, this dude's left five reviews. Of so what? Of-, of just the dankness dojo? Yeah. One Elk. star in 2018, another <laughs> one star in 2018, a two star in 2018, a four star in 2019, and then the current one, which is a two star. Why does he keep going back? Uh, it's very weird. <laughs> this is like a toxic relationship. It doesn't have that. And you don't like it. Like, whatever. All right, dude. <laughs> Place was super fun. I was, uh, I don't know about any of the other food. I don't know if the fries are good. Everyone at the table got fries, but I just got my wrap and I'm going to let you know that spicy wrap was amazing. <laughs> I would go back just for that. I've never, like, you know, you want to get that, like, gross-out food from Taco Bell sometimes. And the beer was right there, so I was already drunk, plus I had the crunch (laughs) wrap. So it was, like, perfect. Everything fit together perfectly that night. It was, like, it was a sweet time. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I'd eat that. Yeah, dude, it was delicious. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, most of the the rest of the time this week was just, like, chilling, cruising, went, oh, my God. Yesterday, went to a Final Fantasy VII remake concert in L.A. Down at the, uh, what is that place called? The Microsoft Theater. Mm. When I was there, the, uh, you know, it was like a normal concert. They're playing the music from the game. They have, like, the conductor and everything. They have, like, scenes from the game on the screen. And it was lovely. But I was sitting in an area that was reserved for the Square Enix uh, employees and stuff, right? Yeah. And... I was a little bit late because traffic was terrible. I don't know if you saw my tweet where I was like, I was thinking about going home three times. Like, the traffic was so bad. I honestly was like, I don't even need to. This sucks. <laughs> so, I was going to sit ne- originally sit next to Gerard and Octo and, and Alex and them. But they, like, were in the m- direct middle of a row and there was no way to get to them while the concert was on. So, the one place that I could sit was sort of at the end of one of the rows. Where there's just four empty seats. That was it. There's just four seats that were empty. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I guess this is where I'm sitting. So I sat down. And uh, <laughs> during the same time, next to me was this, uh, this like, dude and his girlfriend. But his girlfriend was this, li- I'm going to say, three foot two, very <laughs> tiny Asian girl. Who every time a song would play, she'd cry. She'd be like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I like, thank God I have my mask on because it was all smiles. And then on the other side of me were uh, these couple that came in later than me. I came in like five minutes late, like right as the first song was starting. They came in much later, sat down, and they both turned to look at each other and they're like, So what is this? I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> what is this row that I'm in right now? And you know, the concert goes on. They have an intermission. I talk to everyone. I go sit back down in my seat. 
And then at a certain point, they're like, ladies and gentlemen, we were proud to announce today that all of the voice actors for Final Fantasy VII Remake are here with us tonight, a camera, and all of these like lights shine right down. I am sitting right behind all of them. <laughs> and so now I'm just like there, like, hi. <laughs> so I'm in the shot with all of these like great voice actors, and I'm just there with the girl who's crying next to me and the couple has no idea what they're doing there. We're just like angled. It was so funny. And everyone, and of course, then everyone was like, dude, are you Jesse Cox? And I'm like, yeah, but I don't, I don't, I'm not doing anything. In the, I'm not in the game. And everyone's like, dude, you should be in the game. So now I'm petitioning everyone I know to let me in the game. There's got to be an old pervert in that game I could be. That's good. There's got to be something. Fingers crossed. We'll see. That reminds me. I got to tell you about something. Okay. <laughs> so we were looking around at like uh, random like apps on the on, like the uh, Apple TV or whatever. And there's the Hallmark app. Oh, no. And I was oh, like, no. oh, yeah, like Hallmark movies. Aren't those like really bad? They are and, truly terrible. Yeah, so I was like, we got to watch some of these. So, top Hallmark movie on the thing right now is called, like, Pumpkin Pie War. <laughs> and I was like, all right, let's watch Pumpkin Pie War. So, here's the premise. Sounds there like an anime. Two... If, if you're going to tell me this is an anime, I'm in. Somewhat. So, there's two, like, middle-aged women at a, I don't know, fall festival fair type thing now, and every year we recognize year, these as actresses that used to be popular in like the 90s oh without a doubt well mate these might be early 2000 actresses uh so they are like all right we're making our pumpkin pie and then they're just like you know i just can't stand you doing those things and then she's like i can't stand you doing those things and so they fight and then the one wins the pumpkin pie war or whatever and then She's like, you always win. And then she's like, well, you, the blah. So they end up not talking. Then it cuts to 10 years later. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, it's, that's, that's like it's end game. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like talking to her daughter and she's like, you have to help me with the shop because she has a bakery now. And then her daughter's just like, I don't know. I'm just good at marketing. And then she breaks her ankle. So she's like, oh, no, I can't compete in the pumpkin pie thing anymore. And then her daughter's like, well, I guess I'll have to do it. And she's like, no, no, no. But she's like, I got to do it. Then it cuts to the other woman. And she has a son. Oh, the then... son and the daughter about to fall in love. Is this about to, about to happen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hallmark, baby. Son. That's classic. <laughs> she's he's just like, Mom, I just want to like, I want to start a restaurant and do all this stuff. And she's like, oh, we got to win that pumpkin pie festival. And then she, she's like, all right. So then the son and the daughter meet up. And then they're just like the classic kind of like rom-com. Like, so what's so good about you? And he's like, oh, what's so good about you? And then they're like, uh, now we're in love. Then they smooch. Oh, yeah. Then he like he's like I brought you a picnic, and then he like takes her, and it was like a big picnic thing, and then. But what if the moms find out, Crendor? Well, they they do. Obviously, they're gonna find out because <laughs> I was like, I mean, I already know what's gonna happen, but like, I need to see this like happen live. So the the dads have already been <laughs> friends behind the wives' backs, and they're just playing golf every week, and then they see the son and the daughter. And then they run into each other, and he's like, I won't tell if you won't tell that we've been golfing. And they're like, deal. So then, <laughs> uh, after a while... This is the most toxic, like, ten years of on eggshells around two women that will not 
just talk it out is yeah. crazy. Crazy. So then this old other old woman, this boomer woman, is just like and she like sees the son and daughter like oh is she the third lady that's like i've lost every year to these two i'll get yeah, my she's, revenge she's like the she's the third party right, right? right she's right, like yeah. oh, this is my time <laughs> so she she steals their pumpkin pie recipe they've been working on together she steals it and then they go to uh and she tells everybody about it and then so the the parents are just like, unbelievable, you've been seeing that kid? That's the daughter and the son of the blah, blah, blah. So then they're just like, come on. So they trick them, and they all meet up together. And they're like, you two need to talk it out. So they do one of those, and then they're like, hmm. And then they start working together because they're just like, I'm telling you, she stole the recipes. They're like, I don't know. But then they start, and then they, you know, they make up, and they're like, I just thought you're so good at baking. And then the other one's like, well, I thought you were so good at baking. And then they, you know, they all team up, and then everyone's happy, and they're like, we got to take that lady down that stole that recipe. <laughs> so then they, yeah. they, they're they literally like making this pumpkin pie. These are like the top-tier pumpkin pie people trying to i guess come up with this brand new idea so they made a pumpkin cheesecake with a pecan topping and then they're like they do like these uh, what i love about it is they do the cheesiest little thing she's like i have an idea pecans it's like that's on like half the pumpkin pies out there she acted like she just thought up something like insane like oh pecans wow you're blowing it out of the water i am currently Looking at the cast of Pumpkin Pie Wars, but only their photos. <laughs> All right. Only their photos. I don't know who these right. characters are. I don't know what they play. The casts of these movies are so by the book. I bet I can tell you who plays who just on mm. actor name and look. Tell me if I'm correct. All right. Okay. Julie Gonzalo, I assume, right. is the daughter. She she seems like the the, yes. the the young daughter. You're right. Eric Aragon. Aragon. Jesus. <laughs> he is the son. He look like uh, his photo. He looks like he's the son. He's posing, looking, trying to look all hot. Oh he's yeah, the that's son. him, Rico. And then I'm gonna assume that Michelle Scarabelli is mm. mom one, and Jennifer Juniper something is mom two. Correct. And then I'm gonna assume that Pete Graham and David Allen. David Allen Pearson. It looks like a guy. Who, this sucks. This is like such a visual gag. But <laughs> David Allen Pearson looks like a dude who's like, I'm the fun dad. Right? He like yeah. definitely has that vibe. And this is mm. what this is all leading to. There's one woman on this cast named Dolores <laughs> Drake. And <laughs> yep. she had of all the I'm like, that's the villain. Oh yeah, you got it. <laughs> you 100 percent got it. She like everyone else looks like your normal Hollywood person. And then there's just mm. Dolores Drake, who just looks like a normal American. It's like, that's the villain. The person who looks like a normal <laughs> human, that's the bad guy. Who's like, I'm sick and tired of all of you. I, I yeah. feel for her. I would be like, I'll destroy them. <laughs> then the pumpkin wars will be mine. Yeah, I get it. I understand. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> uh, pretty much they, they all do this thing. They create this thing. They go to the pumpkin whatever festival or whatever shit it is. And then they're like, we are competing as one. And then the evil lady's like, they can't do that. And they're like, actually, we can. We checked with the judges. And then she's like, hmm. Anyway, they get to the, the final part of this. And then the lady 
the Dolores Drake evil woman, who's Betty. That's her name in the thing, Betty. Betty is using the picture she stole. So, like, she saw the recipe on a piece of paper, and she took a picture with her, like, iPad, and she's using the iPad and, like, following the instructions of the stolen piece of paper. So I was like, what? if you're going to go through all the effort to steal this, wouldn't you just memorize it yes, or like something yes, so you don't have to, yes. like, bring it to the thing? What? So then they're all making their thing. They make their pumpkin cheesecake, pecan, whatever. And then when they're about to go to the judge stuff, they're like, now hold on. It looks like you've stolen the... Is this the recipe you used? And she's like, yeah. And then she's like, well, is this the... Re-? And she, like, grabs her iPad and holds it up. And she's like, that looks like my handwriting. And she's like... <laughs> and then... <laughs> They're just like, did you steal it? And she's like, I would never. And then she's like, well, then let's have a handwriting thing to see your handwriting. And then she's like, fine, I stole it, but it's because you never lose, you two families. And then she like storms off. And then they're like, winner by default is this family. And they're all happy. And I was like, nobody even ate the pie. Like nobody, like, I don't care if it's a default thing. Like somebody should eat the pie they just made to make sure it at least tastes good. No. Everyone's trying you know? to watch their weights. The pie wars. <laughs> Gotta I guess. In training. The the end is just you know they get married and they open a restaurant with the bakery attached where they're all like working together and then the dads show up and they're like eating for free again and they're like oh ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> now is this now is it a Christmas movie? Well, it's like a October movie. I don't know. Octo- all. Like a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> An October like, movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know I what? Mean, they finally were like, we got a fall movie. We got to make something. <laughs> There's got to be an October <laughs> something that yeah. isn't scary. It's a fall movie. And then uh, I was like, what else do they got on here? So we clicked on <laughs> Love on Safari. We only what watched like 10 minutes. It. We only watched 10 minutes of Love you on gotta Safari. You got to look up Love on Safari. But I was like. Lacey Chabert like is in this? Oh, my God. Yeah, I was like, that girl looks familiar. What was she in? And I looked it up. She's the girl from Mean Girls. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, this is the Mean Girls girl. Because I remember I looked the one time and I was like, wow, she does a bunch of random movies. Now I know why. Because she just makes Hallmark movies. Oh my God. So yeah, it's. And they, they're all just following the same formula. You know? I guess. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it now. I'm trying to figure out if I know any of these other people in it, but I don't. <laughs> I don't think I do. Yeah, a lot of no, Canadian just... actors are a part of these. Huh. Also, it definitely yeah, no, it's... <laughs> it definitely says Hallmark Channel when the main cast is all like white dudes, and then all the extras are black, and it's like, oh right, because it's on Safari, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh yeah, the, it's the love, the love on Safari, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's also um. Frozen love. What is I frozen saw that love? Making me I look thought all it was going to be up. like frozen love. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be like frozen. You know, Rachel like Lee the, Cook. Disney. What the? This is out of Rachel control. Rachel Lee Cook. Yes. What's she in? Um, she was in. Oh my god, she was in Pussycats. Josie and the Pussycats. She was in. She's oh. all that. She was in Cross Country Christmas. Now that's a good one. Autumn Vineyard. Oh, that seems like that seems oh, pretty yeah. good. That's got to be good. Yeah, that seems pretty good. Uh, and then she was like on a bunch of TV shows. All right, well, cool, I guess. Yeah. So, I learned all about Hallmark movies 
and I I can't imagine just sitting there watching them. I guess it's like how people read the like grocery store romance novels. It's pretty much just that, but in TV form, I think. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> they all suck. They're terrible. Oh, yeah, they're, they're pretty bad. But I learned about the pumpkin pie war, so that was good. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know that you learned about the pumpkin pie war, but you certainly, like, experienced it. <laughs> That's true. I did more so just experience the pumpkin pie war. Well, speaking of things I learned, this just happened while looking up pumpkin pie war stuff. Whoa. Uh, there was an article called Dispelling Four Common Culinary Myths. And uh, the reason it got me is because it was one of the things was on bread. And everyone I know is like, put your bread in the fridge. It'll last longer. This article says that's a lie. What? Yeah. It says the freezer is the place you want to put it. Don't oh, put yeah, it, that's right. You put it in the freezer. Like, don't put it in the fridge because the fridge will uh, make the starch retrograde and recrystallization and stuff. And that's why you don't put cakes or muffins in there. And you should instead have like a bread box. Oh. And they're like, yeah, it doesn't really help. But the freezer is where you should put it if you're going to put it. All right, look at that. And uh, I'm trying to look at this. Oh, another one that says alcohol burns off when you cook with it. But it actually says between 5% and 85% stays in. <laughs> 85%! <laughs> That seems like a lot. <laughs> All right. I mean, like, that's, you know, that's a BS article. But, like, okay. That's a, it, it caught yeah, my eye. They worth. caught my eye when I was looking up the cake thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's probably how they get you. It is 100% how they get you. That's for sure. <laughs> so like, like everyone. <laughs> Come on. I'm clicking on every one of the Rachel Lake cooks in, like, half these. Do you think that's, like, her thing? It's got to be. She's probably very popular amongst the, like, late 30s moms who just want to experience love again. <laughs> <laughs> or for the first time. Right. right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, they can call me. They they have... My DMs are open. <laughs> Is that right, mama? All right. <laughs> What's the matter with me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> well, uh, you know, you know what something you do know is. Oh boy, that was. <laughs> <laughs> you know what something you know is. <laughs> I think I do know what something some thing I thought is. <laughs> well, let me tell you about Hawthorne. <laughs> They'll appreciate the transition. <laughs> let me tell you about Hawthorne. You, right now, you're probably wondering how I look and smell so good all the time. Well, let me tell you, if you were here, you would, it would be easy to tell because I got Hawthorne products all over my apartment. It's absolutely true. Even in the last week, I ordered some Hawthorne, like, eye, under eye brightener thing. Uh, I'm using it because I got, man, I got bags under my eyes. I'm like a mess. <laughs> So I'm really trying to like get in there and look better. Hawthorne is a premium men's grooming brand that makes it quick and easy to be confidently your best with skincare and hair care made just for you. They use data from hundreds of thousands of customers to recommend perfect products for your body chemistry, your skin type, your hair type, and your lifestyle. Sure, you go to the drugstore, get the like kind of one thing for everyone, but that's not the way it works with Hawthorne. All you got to do to get 
body wash or shampoo or deodorant or like, you know, the face cleanser and moisturizers and under eyes. Dudes, I'm just putting it out there. You know, take care of yourself. This is how you can do that. Even, of course, colognes, which is one of the, the, the first things we started advertising with them. Hawthorne is so simple. All you got to do is go there, take the quiz. You basically go on there and say like, hmm, what kind of drinks do I like? Boop. And, hmm, what kind of smells do I like? Boop. And do I like a roll-on deodorant or like this kind of spray? Like that kind of stuff. And when you're done, they give you a really cool sort of summary of what they think the products are for you. Obviously, if you think they're wrong, you can retake the quiz. You can give a shot of what their opinion is. And if you don't like it, they will absolutely retail our product for you free based on your feedback and pay for the shipping. There is absolutely no risk. So if you want to take a chance and do the dance, baby, all you got to do is go to Hawthorne.co and use promo code COX to get 10% off your first purchase. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot C-O, promo code COX, Hawthorne.co, promo code COX. Also today, we're brought to you by Calm. During this podcast, I just want to take a break. This is what this is, right? It's an ad break. Let's all take a break. All right, yeah. Unclench your jaw. Relax your shoulders. Forget everything we just said about whatever the hell we were talking about. Sometimes you need a little reminder to take some time for yourself and just relax. And Calm can help with that. That is what it's made for. Every morning, I take the 10 or so minutes that they have for the morning sort of relaxation thing to, to get your breathing exercises in. I love that little meditation. It's great. It sets up my whole day. You don't take a lot of time just to stop and breathe. And Calm does that. It is the number one mental wellness app on the internet. Clear your head with the daily meditations like I recommended. Improve your focus with the curated music tracks. Drift off into dreamland with Calm's imaginative sleep stories read by some truly awesome talent. If you go to calm.com slash Cox, you'll get a limited time offer for 40% off a premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of programming and new content is added every week. Over 100 million people around the world use Calm to take care of their minds, sleep more, stress less, live better with Calm. Right now, again, reminder, 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash Cox. That's C-A-L-M dot C-O-M slash Cox for 40% off. Unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's C-A-L-M dot C-O-M slash C-O-X. All right, credit. let's go to chapter seven. Let's get the credit on the trip out there. Oh boy, the traffic. Let me tell you about the traffic. It's raining everywhere and it's just all trafficked up. I'll tell you that much about the traffic. Um, this is a terrible traffic segment. Back to you. All right, thanks, Grendor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, just to give you a heads up of the tra- how bad the traffic was in LA, I got on the 10 and it said on my uh, GPS thing, it's like it will take 15 minutes to get from where you are to the event. I got on at 6 p.m. I arrived at 6.55. Imagine going three miles and it taking 55 minutes. I was like, I could have got out and walked and been there. (laughs) I was so upset. I was so mad. I was just like, 
Thank God Gerard was like, dude, you're fine. It's okay. And I was like, I just, I could just go home. I could just go home and not deal with this and like go to like do anything else. Oh yeah. And then this, the, oh like traffic God. was so bad. Like people would just pull in front of you. And then I got stuck behind a van and the van was driving so slow. People were getting around the van. And so, but I couldn't get around because everyone next to me was driving like a hundred miles an hour. Oh, so yeah. it sucked. I was just trapped. Hated it. Hated it. Reminded every me of this, uh, this thing I saw called the one. Have you seen that? Not the show. Or the movie? The, like, The House. What? Yeah. What so do you mean The House? I heard, the Bill Burr, <laughs> I heard Bill Burr rant about this, but there's this house. It's called The One, and it's worth $500 million, and nobody wants to buy it. And now it has defaulted uh, on $100 million in debt, forcing a sale. To who? I guess the bank. <laughs> Like nobody wants to buy it. Cause like, who's gonna buy it? If you're a billionaire and you buy this house, you probably can't even afford to like keep it and like do shit. Cause you're gonna have to pay taxes. You're gonna have to pay a bunch of people like clean it and live there. Like it's insane. It has 42 bathrooms. Yeah, I just looked this up. Wow. In an Instagram post last summer, Niall Naomi, the project's developer, which is by the way, this was purposely built. This is insane. Yeah. Pitch the 105,000 square 105,000 square feet. Yeah. Home is having seven pools, seven pools, a 50 car <laughs> garage, 50 car and a 10,000 <laughs> bottle wine cellar and even its own nightclub. Promoters being the largest most expensive urban property in the world, the one was expected to come to market at 500 million dollars according to the video Nami posted on Instagram. But it suffered many delays and complications and now faces a court-ordered sale to pay debts. <laughs> Naomi borrowed $82.5 million from Hanky Capital in 2018 to continue building the home. But in March of this year, Hanky served a notice of default, sending the property towards foreclosure sale. Naomi had 90 days to pay or renegotiate the debt, which had grown to more than $110 million. Oh my god. Yeah. During a video tour of the home, she said it would probably be on sale for just a couple of weeks. All right, what is this? Yeah, oh my go god! It, this video has YouTube. eight million views. Yeah, that's called just YouTube the One House, and you'll find it. It is actually insane. Like this dude who looks like like this. Hey, it's me, old LA man. He like goes on a tour. With the man who designed it, who's just got his beanie on, he's just like, yo, man, I fucking built this shit. And you just, like, look, and it is it, it is insane. It is also kind of atrocious. That Like, you have to walk <laughs> yeah. you have to walk on a marble thing into a marble door that opens sideways. It's also, like, a security element. Just, you yeah. walk in, it looks like an art gallery, not a home. It's crazy looking. No, of yeah. course no one's going to buy this. Yeah, it has, like, a nightclub in it. Why would you like, want a nightclub it, in your home? Who, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. The only people that are going to have nightclubs in their homes are like porn directors and rappers. <laughs> and neither one has yeah. $500 million. And if they do have $500 million, they're smart enough to understand not to spend it on this. If you're a $500 million <laughs> yeah. like rap star, you are not spending it on this. Oh, yeah. Like, the only thing I can see is people like renting this out for like a weekend. This also has the same vibe of you know when people tell you don't flaunt your wealth? Yeah. This is one of those things where, like, you know whoever buys this. 
they're setting themselves up to be immediately home raided. Like, if I was a gangster yeah. team, I would <laughs> take this place down. Like, yeah, it's... I don't even know, uh, like, how you like, get here. I guess it's, like, up... It looks above everything in L.A. Like, you're up on a really high hill. Yeah. Which, when I listened to Bill Burr, he was saying that this place has a bunch of fires all the time. So he's like, I'd be worried this place is going to burn down. This area is, uh, like, in the hills where Michelle, my friend, lives near this area. And she lives in, like, one of the, like, hill areas. And straight up, I'll send, every time there's a fire, I'll get photos of, like, just her backyard burning down. And I'm like, how much, (laughs) never would I live there. No, never. I am blown away by, (laughs) like, I can't get over this. There's so much here. Another great, so they show the office, and the office has a bookshelf that goes up to, like, the vaulted ceiling. But, like, what would you put up there? You could never get up there. You could never, it's just, yeah. logic is (laughs) out the window here. (laughs) There's just so much stuff. You just don't need it. Like, even as a rich person, you don't need it. Also, they filled in, like, they, they added furniture and things to this. But, like, why? That's more money. Yeah. Now that I'm like, y'all spent $110 million worth of junk? <laughs> There's just art everywhere. Like, yes, this is an art piece that we had installed. Why? Why did you install that art piece? Wouldn't I have my own taste? Why would I want that art piece? Yeah, well, the... You do have your own taste, but like in the movie theater room, you can put up your own movie posters. Oh, so it well, has like God. digital movie posters. Yeah. Thank God. So when you buy it, you can put up your own movie poster. Yeah. It's like, I'm chilling out in the humidor right now. Get out of the cigar lounge. <laughs> Art gallery one. F this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blown away that this exists. <laughs> Guest bedrooms. Finally. Oh my god. You got the guest bedrooms. Sky deck. Where's the, the main bedroom? Deck. I haven't even seen the main bedroom. Did well, I skip that's it? Part two. Part Outdoor. two. There's a part two? Oh my god, yeah. there's a part two. Never mind, I don't care that much. <laughs> I didn't realize that. There is a uh yeah. The thing is uh, like there's also like the the worker area, which is like hotel rooms. So like you, you take care of this mansion and you live in like hotel rooms. This guy, I'm, okay. I'm blown away that this guy, producer Michael, 1.27 million subscribers on YouTube. All of his videos are like, here I am looking at Drake's $2 million watch. All right, I'm over here at an incredible Bel Air modern mansion. I hate this. This guy has $25 million in diamonds on one hand. And it's just everyone, like this rich fetishism is disgusting. Like, I never have understood this where it's like, yeah, this is my $80 million boat. Come look. Like, what the hell? Yeah, I don't. It just hits the point where it's the it's the keeping up with the Johnsons, but like with the, you know, like I have 40 million. Like I have 45 million. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I hate this. I hate all of it. Yeah. No, that's Man. that's yeah. too much for me. It's Way too much. Super gross. The worst part is, is when he like interviews the people that are, that live there, and every single one of them looks like how you imagine someone who lives in a sixteen million dollar home would look. Yeah, like just no, like this is, uh, this is top one hundred Twitch streamers. I'm not right. I'm not there. Yeah, we are not in that space. We don't have a two million dollar <laughs> home yet. 
Um, so yeah, really, that's the that's the traffic report. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on in the weather? Weather time. All right, it's time for the weather. I think someone recommended a pretty good weather thing last week. Hold on, let me see here. Let me see. Uh, here it is. <laughs> it's the top comment. Weather request for Toad Suck, Arkansas. I love that. Toad Suck. Toad Suck <laughs> was terrible, ranked number one. <laughs> Toad Suck was ranked number one in a 2012 poll of worst town names in the U.S. The neighboring city of Conway, the town where they went to college, has a yearly festival called Toad Suck Days. The city holds the world champion toad races annually in the Toad Dome. Toad Suck also... Days. Go to toadsuck.org. I'm on there right now. <laughs> right now in Toad Suck, Arkansas. It's 77 degrees, partly cloudy, 22% chance of rain through 10 p.m. You got tornado watch. Uh, you got 70% humidity, 29.79 inches of pressure, 9 mile visibility, 13 mile an hour wind, 66 on the dew point, UV 0 of 10, waning gibbous on the moon phase. Looking at the 10 day. Oh, yeah, they're getting hit with some thunderstorms right now. Uh, but on the 10-day, Monday, sunny, 74. Tuesday, mostly sunny, 72. Wednesday, rain, 66. Thursday, you got 62 with some showers. Friday, 60, mostly cloudy. Saturday, 68 and sunny. And Sunday, for Halloween, you've got sunny with 71 degrees. At Toad Suck Days 2021, you can meet the official mascots, Croker W. Toad and Daisy Toad. Kroger W. Toad. <laughs> that guy. That's like David S. Pumpkin. They just gave that guy a middle name for no reason. <laughs> I love that. Kroger W. And then his girlfriend, Daisy Toad. Join them Toad Master for the Toady Wody at the Toad Dome. What the hell did you just say? The Toady Wody? <laughs> the Toady Wody. W O A D Y. The Toady Wody. What's the Toady Wody? Well, you know, the Toady Wody. You know. <laughs> I want to know about the Tony Wody. I don't know. Education. Here we go. Educate me. For more than 100 years, education has been the cornerstone. I don't care. Just tell me about the Toady Wody. And I look at the bottom. There's like a bunch of people that got their, like a bunch of kids that got their certificates. What are they certified in? Toady Wody? Michael Aaron learns how to dance the Toady Wody at toes, Toad Suck Days. I guess it's a dance. This is a video. This is a video of a man dancing the toady. Oh, no, there's three minutes of commercials. All right, I'm good. I don't care that much. (laughs) I'm all right. I don't care that much. That's toad suck. Yeah, all right. Toad suck. It's a thing. Let's go to sports. Sports. A big sports week in general. So we'll start with the NFL games. Uh, First things first, we had the... Uh, Broncos beat the Browns. Then we had, or no, the Browns beat the Broncos. Sorry, it was wrong. Uh, in fact, it was a pretty sad game. Browns came out and they had backup players and they still beat the Broncos. Uh, Titans destroyed the Chiefs. That was a weird game. Chiefs are falling apart. Uh, Packers beat the Washington football team. Yeehaw. Uh, the Bengals crush the Ravens. The Giants beat the Panthers. The Falcons beat the Dolphins. Happening anymore? The, the Patriots destroyed the Jets, fifty-four thirteen. 
The Raiders beat the Eagles, the Rams beat the Lions, the Buccaneers destroyed the Bears, the Cardinals destroyed the Houston Texans, the Colts are currently beating the 49ers 20-12 in the fourth quarter, and tomorrow it's Saints against Seahawks for Monday night. Uh, I'm excited. Thursday night, Packers-Cardinals. That's going to be a good one. 6-1 versus 7-0. Woo! Uh, also, over in baseball, we've got World Series teams. The Atlanta Braves taking on the Houston Astros. Should be a good World Series. Uh, I mean, like, all uh, right. <laughs> Those are neither Atlanta. teams I care about. <laughs> I'm cheering for Atlanta because usually Houston's here all the time. The Dodgers were here all the time. The Red Sox been here. So I'm like, hey, the... Atlanta's been here since like 99 or something. So I'm like, I'll cheer for them. Uh, over in basketball, I'm having a good time. I've been watching the Bulls. They are 3-0, and undefeated, first place. It's been great. Uh, Hornets also 3-0, and Wizards 2-0, and uh, Knicks 2-1, 76ers 2-1, Bucks 2-1. Over in the West, Warriors, Jazz, and Timberwolves all 2-0, and Nuggets 2-0, and Grizzlies 2-0. and and uh, Lakers 0-2. They're not having a good time. Uh, and then in hockey, hockey has started up. And Florida Panthers in first place. And the New York Rangers in first place. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the St. Louis Blues, the Minnesota Wild in first. And the uh, Edmonton Oilers in first. So some weird teams up in first place there. That's sports. Okay. Let's talk weird facts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk weird facts. Let's talk weird facts. Um, this, this one is pretty wacky, I'd say. Uh, clouds, right? You know clouds up in the sky. I'm aware of them. All right, <laughs> good. I mean, you know, A the cloud. science is still out, but I'm aware. <laughs> okay, that's all we need. Clouds can weigh more than a million pounds. I'm sorry, what? That's right. Clouds are not as light and fluffy as they appear. In fact, researchers have found a single cloud weighs about 1.1 million pounds. Uh, how do you know? How do they know? Well, that number is calculated by taking the water density of a cloud and multiplying it by its volume. Fortunately, the cloud can still float at that weight because the air below it is even heavier. What? Wait, what? <laughs> I guess it's like the oil and water, how like... Like, I, un you know. I understand what they're saying, but it seems like the weight is way off. Yeah. I mean, like, I would imagine all the water vapor... Like, is it condensed? What is the sizing? I just... I don't know. <laughs> I ain't no scientist. All I'm saying is, this doesn't seem like well-written science. It, I, I'll believe it, but it doesn't seem like it's well-written. Like, the way they're saying things is is dumb. Because a cloud in itself, like what size cloud? How big of a cloud? What's a normal cloud? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I guess their main point is that clouds are actually really heavy. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> um, that's your fact of the day. Oh, what's our big news story of the day? Big news story of the day. Uh, I did see this one, which was court rules: Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos are legally people. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the cocaine hippos are actually hippos and not just people he called cocaine hippos. Because that would be rude. 
Um, more than 80 hippos previously owned by Colombian drug lord hippos. Pablo Escobar. He's got a lot of hippos. Now, were they addicted to coke or were they just like bought with coke money? Uh, I don't know. Let's find out. They are the first non-human creatures to be legally considered people. Uh, I mean, wh- why? What? I don't know. U.S. District for the Southern District of Ohio recognized the late Escobar's famous cocaine hippos as legal persons for the first time in the United States. The ruling on October 15th came on the same day as the Animal Legal Defense Fund filed an application on behalf of the hippo plaintiffs uh, in Colombia intended to stop that country's government from killing the animals. The ALDF announced that decision in a news release Wednesday. The hippos are descendants of four illegally imported by Escobar. Oh, they were set free after the death in 1993. Then, since then, they have increased their numbers to more than 80. They are reportedly wrecking havoc on the local ecosystem. Well, man, that's, a, that's like a tough... You know, they're not supposed to be there, right? Like, that's a tough yeah. thing. I don't know. However, some scientists have argued they may have actually... They may be restoring ecological functions lost for thousands of years due to human-driven extinctions. In July, Colombian attorney Luis Domingo Gomez Maldonado filed a lawsuit on behalf of the animals to save them from being killed, saying the sterilization was a better option. Although Colombia law gives non-human creatures legal standing to bring lawsuits to protect their interests, that country's legal system can't compel someone in the U.S. to produce documents supporting their case. However... A U.S. law allows interested persons in Colombia to go to a U.S. federal court to seek the ability to obtain documents and testimony, so the ALDF applied for the hippo's rights to compel two Ohio wildlife experts who study non-surgical sterilization to provide testimony on behalf of the plaintiffs. By granting the application, the district court recognized animals as legal persons for the first time in U.S. history. It's obvious that animals actually do have legal rights. For example, the right to not be cruelly abused or killed. But a legal right is only as valuable as one's right to enforce that legal right. Christopher Barry, the attorney overseeing the U.S. case, who also serves as managing director as the legal... The legal system doesn't have precedent for animals' interests directly appearing in court. There's no precedent for animals having a legal standing to enforce their own rights. I mean, I guess... I don't like, I don't know what like the rules are. Really, you know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. this is one of those things where I'm like as not lawyers, it just becomes too complex. Well, I mean, I understand that so they many like loophole things. They made them people to save them from being killed. Like I get right. the legality of it, and I get like what they're trying to pull. But also, there's all the native species kind of things and habitats and this and that and invasive. Like, there's reasons why you can't bring certain animals to certain parts of the world because it throws everything out of whack. But then there's some science saying that apparently it's fine? I don't know. Again, it seems very complicated for cocaine hippos. It's almost like they were never meant to be in the world. These poor, coked-up, big-toothed idiots. Um, Also, I saw this story, and I have to bring it up. Okay. New Zealand City's official wizard has been taken off its payroll. Yeah, the official wizard. (laughs) The official wizard. A New Zealand city seems to have left its vulnerable to a revenge hex. The city council of Christchurch announced it will stop paying its official wizard 16,000. Oh my God. uh, 
New Zealand monies or fourteen or ten thousand New Zealand money. <laughs> ten thousand four hundred US dollars a year. Uh Ian Brackenbury Chanel, aka the wizard, has been serving as the city's appointed necromancer since the olden days. Necromancer time out. Whoa, 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 whoa. A wizard is no necromancer, and a necromancer is yeah, no wizard. No, no, they no. need to get it straight. They got to get this straight. They got it all mixed up. Is he up. resing the dead? Is he resurrecting yeah. <laughs> ghouls? What's he or is he there? casting spells? This is. Uh... Uh, he has made a total of around $258,000 to provide acts of wizardry and other wizard-like services as part of a promotional work for the city of Christ Church. Council City Council Assistant Chief Executive Lynn McClellan told Stuff that the council made the difficult decision to fire their local mage because the promotional landscape of the city is changing and it would like to fund offerings that will increasingly reflect our diverse communities. The wizard who frankly should have been who should have used his powers to see this coming said the council has no imagination <laughs> and projects an image of bureaucrats drinking lattes on the boulevard. Unlike him, <laughs> drinking potions in a back alley. Also, this is the wizard. Oh my god, we have a photo. I Hold on. Yep. <laughs> that, is not, that looks like a movie still. <laughs> this looks like... <laughs> Get out of it. This guy made $200,000 being a wizard. $250,000, yeah. Since 98. Oh, all right. You know what? That's still a lot yeah. of money for doing it's nothing. It's still a lot. <laughs> yeah. The wizard, who holds a New Zealand driver's license bearing the name The Wizard, <laughs> moved to the country in the 70s and has been a fixture in Christchurch ever since. He's even earned himself a TripAdvisor rating four out of five stars. He told CNN that he views himself less as Gandalf and more as a goofball or showman who brings joy to the city. Every day the world gets more serious, so fun is the most powerful thing in the world right now, he said. The wizard also emphasized the stuff that pink slip from the city won't stop him from being himself across Christchurch. It makes no difference, he said. I'll keep going. They will have to kill me to stop oh me. Oh my god, I don't think that's <laughs> what they want. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so. So, uh, that's the, that's the local wizard. Well, that, I mean, I'm glad I have a, a visual of him now because he looks exactly like I would expect the wizard <laughs> yeah. to. Like, he looks like a wizard. That's for sure. I, I'm not going to hedge my bets. So, I'm going to say, hey, keep doing what you're doing, wizard. I think you're great. Because if he is a real wizard, I don't want him casting a spell on me. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to get turned into a duck. Yeah. No, I agree. No ducks here. Yeah, I don't want to be. A, I don't want to be a frog. <laughs> They'll put me on frog suck, and I'll be that'll be the end of me. Uh, that's it. All right. Well, let's wrap this sucker up by letting everyone know what we're doing this week. Crendor, hit him with the socials. We've got socials. YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor podcast. See all the podcasts around these parts. Uh, also, check out the other places we're on. We got Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Just search it. You'll find us. Also, we got the animations. YouTube.com slash Cox and Crandor. Also, we got our main stuff. YouTube.com Jesse Cox. YouTube.com slash Crandor. By the way, I, I upload my YouTube shorts. I saw. They're killing it. They're my favorite thing. <laughs> They're I've killing seen it, it ever. Yep. The Pokemon packs up. The leaves are up. It's great over there. 
Uh, also, uh, Twitter.com, Cox, Twitter.com, Swiss Crendor, Facebook, Cox, Facebook, Crendor, uh, Instagram, Notorious Cox, Instagram, Crendor was taken, uh, Twitch, Cox, Twitch, Crendor, I don't know if I even said Twitch, uh, just find us wherever. Okay, that's it for us, thanks so much, we'll see y'all next time, and as always, to be continued. 